Aryan and welcome to the second episode of the 4AM podcast. I did not expect to be making a second episode and even when I'm here I'm like oh god this is not going to end well. Anyways, so today the topic of the podcast is change my mind. And before we go any more into the topic itself and you know have conversations about it, I want to introduce the three other people who were who decided to waste their Sunday morning and be with me on this podcast. So please introduce yourself starting with Durga. Hi guys, I'm Durga. I also go to Manipal. I think that's pretty much it about me. There's nothing that's interesting or anything I can think of this early in the morning. It's only 11, but like it's still early for me. Next. Um hello, I'm Anushka. I met Aryan on the day I called him super annoying and haven't looked back, I guess. That's how we all make friendships, I guess. That's the normal now. Hi, I'm Ishan. I'm also from Manipal. and i was in the same hostel as aryan so anyways guys uh, the topic we're going to be like the name of the episode of the podcast it's change my mind and for me personally like uh, i just notice that you know people have opinions of certain things but it's a very face value opinion they don't have a lot of concrete stuff backing it up and you only find it out when you question them and when you ask them to you know give a reason behind why they have that so you know like since we're starting on that um just two one uh, three of you guys what is an opinion that you guys have had like any opinion that you've had which it might be completely insignificant or it can be something that's ground breaking that will change the course of the nation so what is it for me it was uh, pineapple on pizza is good and i've received a lot yeah that's that no. a lot I'm, of hate i'm reconsidering talking for the next <laughs> couple of minutes yeah how do i leave that? the call Any idea? <laughs> yeah, but uh, see that—that's the thing for me because uh, I hated pineapple on pizza because I never had it, and then I went uh, to Thailand and I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's let's try it, and it was nice. I don't see what people are the problem with, so that's my opinion. Like pineapple the on pizza. The problem is nice. that if the problem is with you. <laughs> the fact that you like it. Ouch! Ouch! I don't. Why? Think, Wait, I don't how think does you that should put something sense? sweet on something that's supposed, supposed to, like to be it. savory. Yeah. Yes, I have. Have you had? I think I have. I didn't like it. Ah, okay, fine. Then that's your personal opinion. Anyway, so okay, Anushka, an opinion that you've had, but you know, I like whatever it might be. Odd sem better than even sem because of the rains. Oh, same. God, what? I like it when it rains. Okay, for the guys who are like watching this, who are not Manipalites, uh, odd sem is was the first semester we had, and, and uh, pra- practically every day was heavy rains, and it was a torture waking up and going for ATM classes with it raining all the time. And Anushka seemingly doesn't mind. <laughs> Please I explain yourself. I like it when it rains because where I am from, I never got the opportunity to. like use my umbrella and then i've never in my life used an umbrella <laughs> as much as i had in first semester it was kind of fun apart from the whole shoes getting wet but yeah you know you know i sort of agree with what she has to say though like um i feel like temperature wise and weather wise and all autumn was fun i mean even sem may i made more friends and all of that but autumn was fun with like the weather and like you know just exactly. walking around was fun it was in the sun wasn't like you know wanting you to just sleep all day and not do anything 
He also, let's not forget how clean it was. Yes, but then Ishan is from Dadar. Yes. Ishan is from Dadar and Mumbai Rains are very unforgiving for Dadar. Manipal, yeah, the water situation is quite similar to Mumbai. The only good thing was the professors were quite lenient then if you were late. I remember one guy was like 15 minutes late and he's like, nah, sir, I fell into the water and stuff <laughs> at the SP or something, so I be- I, I'm late. Okay, so I want to give you a little bit of backstory to this. So when, when we were talking about this and you asked me to like, um, you know, give you an opinion that I had, I'm just like, okay, what am I going to say? So I... I spoke to my friends and I'm just like, you guys know me well, give me an opinion that I have. And they're just like, so I first spoke to my college friends and they were so useful, shout out to them. I mean, useless, shout out to them. <laughs> and then um, I was talking to my friends from home, right? And uh, so uh, we, so uh, Adi, my best friend, he was just like, so, so I was just like, see, I don't really see the need to f- have an opinion or whatever. I mean, not have an opinion, but he was just like, Durga, you're just literally stating your opinion right now. So I realized that the opinion that I'm going to tell you guys today is the fact that you don't need to have a preconceived opinion to have a conversation. <laughs> she just turned the tables right okay. there. We, 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 okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This has been the episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Uh, what do you mean by not having a preconceived opinion? Aren't tech pretty much anything that you have an idea of becomes an opinion? No, okay. So, you need not necessarily have to think about something <clears throat> prior to having a conversation. And even while having a conversation, you can maybe... Okay, so let's just say two people are talking about something and that's how you gain your facts about whatever it is, right? I, I can gain whatever knowledge from my fact I can still make up my mind as to how I feel about the situation at that time but also at the same time I can stay unbothered by it and be like okay cool I can just I can still have a conversation and not have to necessarily have a concrete opinion about this like so many times like when my friends are discussing politics I'll just be like listen I don't have an opinion but and but I can still have a conversation which as to which is morally right and morally wrong as opposed to uh, what is directly affecting the issue so is it correct to say that you have like I don't know it's just kind of ironic but you have an unbiased opinion towards things uh, n- no I don't think that that's the way I would put it but I just I just okay. don't think um, you need to you need like a very concrete um, like I mean I feel like a lot of people just don't talk because they're like okay fine I need to be you know uh, sort of I need to have like a proper opinion on every single thing but I'm like don't don't stress yourself out that much like i mean if you have an opinion you have an opinion otherwise it's fine you still can have a conversation about everything and you can learn in the conversation that's it technically that is an opinion okay yeah that's my opinion is what i said uh i think all over the world the day should start a bit late like around 10 (laughs) a.m the world would be such a better place dude 8 a.m 8 a.m anything no (laughs) If <laughs> yeah, even schools should start late and colleges and jobs and stuff, I don't know. Isn't there like scientific backing that we perform better in the morning and stuff like that? Ishan, aren't you one who advocates for yeah, science but the like, most? Uh, if, if everyone has to wake up a bit late, the chances that more people will have 8 hours of sleep increases, right? You would... That's the onus on you, na, to sleep early. That is the, the people who are the place where you are working or the place you are going to. It's the onus is not on them. 
to make sure you have a sleep cycle sorted the onus is on yeah, the individual like, isn't teenagers it? have a very almost inconsistent sleep cycle so i think i think what he's trying to say is some of us have a life oh. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no way though if you if if i were to have classes that begin at 10 i would still get up at 9 and sleep later like i would sleep at like 3 in the morning and get up at 9 <laughs> it just you are giving us more leeway to be lazy essentially you are not giving us a better opportunity to stay up but you're getting like more that. hours of sleep right i would get the How? same hours of sleep Ma, like If I if I wake sleep at two, wake up at eight, and if I sleep at three thirty, wake up at nine. No, sleep at two. The matrix is still the same. Ah, if you sleep at three thirty and wake up at nine, ah. you got a problem. But okay. Adushka. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, like in general. I I I mean yeah, that makes sense. And uh, also one thing, like. Right now, what was happening between me and Ishan? Like, I know this might seem very uh, inconsequential or even banter, like to like even you guys or anybody who's listening. But um, something that is really important is uh, I feel the way people deal with banter and very like almost uh, casual form of discussion or countering another person's view is important when you extrapolate it towards how people tackle big issues. and how they deal with uh, like opinions of significance or things that matter or things that have a consequence so because whenever like i and ishan we've had uh, a lot of conversations um he along with three others is pretty much like one of the inspirations for this podcast to even happen like the conversations that i had with him and those three at that time even though they were like sometimes the topics were plain stupid they would make no sense but it would always come to a thing where we would talk it out right till the very end we never stopped so there's this thing people have uh, the concept of agreeing to disagree what are you, what are you guys thoughts on that like how many of you have actually agreed to disagree on a topic and how often do you do that it depends on how how a how well read i am about the topic because i don't <clears throat> i don't want to be saying something without actually knowing facts B it depends on how emotionally connected I am to the topic. Like if it's something that really means a lot to me, then maybe I'll like fight it out till the end. Otherwise, if I get tired, I'll be like, "Yeah, cool, bro, that's it." I'd go with the same thing Durga said. Actually, it, it's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, like for me, it was. I don't usually discuss topics I don't have a lot of information on. but uh, i also do the agree with disagree thing if the other person is just not ready to listen because then there's no point in debating at all right i don't know correct but but then there is me the fourth guy i pretty much uh, and this is something that annoys a lot of people including my family <laughs> that i turn every conversation into almost not exactly a debate but i always make it a point of but why but why but why i always keep asking that question and uh, there i don't know i've never agreed to disagree to this date on any conversation i've had i've always been like you know what let's get to the end let's find out you know, for me always uh, a, a clash of view has always been something where i learn from the most 
so even if it's like a very simple thing like okay pineapple on pizza or waking up at uh, 10 o'clock or something as simple as that to whether say a little more controversial like political topics or religious uh, topics i always have felt you know always questioning even if i don't know much about it like i had this interaction with ishan once uh, there was this astronomy club was having uh, an exhibit of sorts where he was part of a uh, change my mind segment and he was fighting on the grounds of whether the world is a simulation or not i didn't know anything about the topic but i was like okay you know what i have to prove the guy wrong let me just go for it so 45 minutes later i have managed to prove my point that you know the world might not just be a simulation even though i don't know jack about Can the topic i ask you something does this come of does this come from a place of trying to prove someone else wrong or trying to uh, learn more about the topic no it's never come from a place of trying to prove somebody wrong because i don't see the point in that because more times than not i have been proven wrong so for me it's never been a case of you know i'm trying to prove the other person wrong it's been that i want to understand the intricacies of a topic because when i see both sides i'm able to like compare notes and it gives me a better understanding of you know why they are saying what they're saying i see it's never been a case of win lose i see so like, that's the main motive of that and because of that lot of people have always kind of challenged me like they've asked me whether i have an opinion because i've always been a devil's advocate and the thing is i do i have my opinions on like some topics which i'm like very rigid about like no i'm never compromising on those and nobody but the thing is i keep those kind of hidden so that nobody knows what they are because i'm always trying to i don't try to change my ideals by debating them i try to change my ideals by learning about others perspectives on that i don't try to make it a debate then when a topic is sensitive for me i don't debate it i don't put it for questioning i try to understand learn from others and then if i feel a change of heart i start making modifications here and there it's it's never been a case of where i will debate us because i know the debates are never going to be fruitful because i get very i'm very emotionally vested into that topic i'm very emotionally vested into that idea which is why i know if i try to have a conversation about it it's probably going to go south so has that ever happened to you guys like there has been a time where somebody's asked you something or they've questioned you on a topic which even maybe they didn't know it was very close to you how did you react to that what was that conversation like um i think for me i get i get annoyed see um that's the thing so if it's something that's um that's very emotionally close to me or whatever it's uh, till a point i'll try to explain to them as to why i see things the way i see things but then if it's something that i really like and after a point i just feel like i'm not i mean it's it's not going to help me in any way and i genuinely even in the beginning don't see where they're coming from i'll just be like okay fine that's your opinion this is my opinion i mean it doesn't really matter after a point as long as you can coexist or whatever so it if as long as i mean i don't like to make any conversation unpleasant so if it do- just doesn't work out and i feel like i'm only losing from it and not uh, gaining from it and i'm not able to make somebody else understand and i don't see where they're coming from either it it doesn't matter like i mean they have their own reasons and i have mine So yeah. Uh usually if someone attacks my core morals, uh, I get really aggressive. I I feel attacked. I don't know why. But only if it's 
uh, one of the core models but any other opinion then i'm all yours i don't mind that that's actually happened between you and me <laughs> ishan I, i remember this one conversation we had in hostel where uh, you you mentioned again this is something about like you uh, you always believed in that one thing called a scientific uh, thought process right can you elaborate yeah, on that like you come up with an idea a hypothesis then you do experimentations to back it up you find uh, preferably a mathematical proof to to uh, uh, back it up again and if or if it fits then that's a new theory correct and i i think the conversation we had that time is that we can't apply this to like anything that's related yeah. to humans because emotions are not something you can per se scientifically yeah. explain because of the sheer variance involved and like i that was the one time i seen you lose your cool which is something you normally never do yeah i mean like take for instance like a conversation like a lot of people have versus like religion versus science so i may believe in one thing so and this is something that's very deep rooted into people like this is basically their uh, whole like moral compass and how not moral compass but this is basically their you know what they believe in and what they've based their entire life out of so let's just so my thought for this is very different from what other people think but also at the same time i know why they think that way but i know why i think this way or if it's because of the way i was brought up and all of that so it it doesn't really matter after a point is <clears throat> what i'm trying to say is i say you're comfortable with your ideas your opinions the other person's happy with theirs you can just coexist along as long as they don't attack my opinion every single time yeah i've done that too i've had so many conversations with my parents where they try to tell me about their opinions and how they're somehow kind of right but i go on saying well that's your opinion i'd like it if you didn't overstep on my opinions but it all ended well i mean we still have conversations like that now but i've decided to just let it go talking to them about it for for me when initially when i like not with my mom as much but with my dad whenever like uh, something would come up in the news or something like that uh i would just ask him like why is this happening you know he started explaining you know stuff to me and the thing is i got very like my instant reaction was to say no to whatever he was saying because he was like kind of saying no this is what it is this is how it is and all that stuff like that i mean he was giving good reasoning behind it also but for some reason i was not uh willing to accept ki that's possible like and that's when like after a lot of conversation with him i realized that i'm very idealistic as a person i always want to be like you know if the best is possible make it happen if it's not happening then you just have to try harder try harder try harder but then i kind of realized wait my dad is 47 years old he has seen the world far beyond i have maybe he has some reason why he's telling me you know what aryan chill and like that's what it kind of got me like our generation i at least i feel whom a lot of people whom i know are very idealistic towards stuff and when we are kind of confronted with a uh, harsh reality like quote and quote harsh realities we get very violent like very aggressive towards it that's that's sort of true so like where does that sense of idealism come from what do you guys think why are people so idealistic about things until they realize you know like okay this is what reality is like I mean, everybody wants to see what's right, right? Like, you know, you're like, this is the situation that most people are going to, uh, 
uh, gain fruitful results out of. So that's what most people want to see. But also at the same time, I feel like I have to give credit where it's due. So and I feel like most people have sort of been. I mean, I feel like everybody gets a reality check at like various points through life. So at this point, you sort of realize and you change your argument as a and you say, okay, fine, this is the ideal world, but the world we live in is not an ideal world. And you know, there's so much that happens that's not remotely ideal. So you know what to expect and what not to expect. So I feel like that's an opinion that you can change over the course of seeing things and viewing things and all of that. But it's, I mean, in the beginning, I feel like everybody ex- expects something ideal, like I said. But then you learn, uh, you learn as you grow. Exactly. But then again, it's it's always a case where people sometimes just don't are not willing to change, right? In the sense, people are still very ideal. No, uh, of course, in the sense of like idealism, definitely. But uh, it's almost like a, a stonewall approach to your your thought process, right? People are just like, no, I'm not going to change this at all under any circumstance. That becomes something really personal to them, right? I can see why they would get really offended if someone overstepped. Yeah, but why? Why does that happen? Why is it such a personal attachment to an opinion when at the end of the day it's just that? Okay, let's just say it's something that they've grown up believing, right? And you're telling them, okay, no, now change it. Right now, you're so you are basically asking them to change every single thing that they believed in since they were a kid, and that's going to take time to do. It's not just like okay, now this is what you see, now change. So you can't expect a, you know, a huge change in a day. That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, like there's this one time where uh, I was talking to my parents about atheism, and my grandma was there in the background, and then she's like, "What is that?" And then I try to explain it to her, and then she just couldn't believe it. She vehemently denied that what I was saying is wrong and you can understand right I mean they're older they've lived their entire life believing in religion so you can see why they would feel personally attacked I think that usually people have a perspective have an opinion and then they voice that opinion they attract people who have the same opinion and now you have a big echo chamber of someone saying something and getting validation back, right? And as soon as some other person says something different, everyone points fingers, calls them names. The like it, it becomes kind of a, and then suddenly if someone brings up a valid point, then you feel, oh no, this whole thing is just falling apart. How all my friends, how all my uh, social system and stuff like that. That's why I think it suddenly it just feels like. What's happening? I need to attack. I mean, I feel attacked. That kind of. Yeah, probably the 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 existence of echo chambers is a big problem, and I think your first echo chamber is always your family. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. People don't realize that when you are growing up in a system where everybody is saying yes, 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 yes to a certain thought process, your first echo chamber is always your family. But if I physically flinch when somebody says something. I uh, my thought process immediately is like you know what go closer to that. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I I want to move towards my discomfort all the time. I understand the I understand the concept of uh, never having a final truth. 
like how can you be so sure that that's the right thing you always need to be open to criticism right you always need to hear different perspectives the minute you say that this thing is right and i i don't want to hear anything else i i think you just you can't progress anymore yeah that's true that's really true see like that's how you were saying with like family right like that's how it works so like my parents and i have like really different opinions about a lot of things but thing is so till till i talk to so my dad sometimes when i talk to my dad i'm just like okay how how can somebody be so like smart about something so like till till before that i'll be like yeah this is this is the opinion that is morally morally right and this is this is how the way it is to go and like um all of that and then i talk to my dad and then my dad like lays like facts before me he's like this is what happened this is why it happened and this is why that this is why i believe what i believe you can believe whatever you want to but this is why i believe what i believe so and then i'm just like okay fine i mean at first i won't accept i'll be like yeah i mean because i don't want to give them the validation of the fact that i'm ex- <laughs> accepting to what they're saying i'm like exactly yeah, exactly yeah okay fine whatever and then he's just like you can think about it i'm like okay cool I shall and then I'll be like you can go now and then um and then later I'll think about it and I'll be like okay fine he had a point in what he was saying and I'll try to reach middle ground between not completely losing my beliefs and believing what he's saying as I mean taking into consideration what he's saying is what I'm trying to say So yeah But do you guys think middle ground is the best thing not always No it's not but I'm saying when both of you make some sense uh and you think that both have some points that are to be considered then you have to look at both sides of the equation as well right i'm open to listening to other perspectives but at a point where it becomes a debate rather than the conversation is where i walk out because i'm like okay i'm too tired to have this debate right now let's let's have it like a proper debate that time we can have this when both of us have fact checks with us but but now um, like if it becomes too long i get bored i'm like okay fine on to the next thing uh again back to the idealism thing uh people i think people forget that opinions and debates are not there to are not there for validation right it's not because who's going to win who's going to lose in the end I, i'm not talking about a debate competition i'm talking about a debate just in general the aim is to uh, come up with a better model than the previous one right to actually find out what's good for the country or what's good for you and stuff like that i think that's where that's the thing that people forget that you everyone's trying to help each other they're trying to find a better model but they end up making it personal for some reason that no 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 this has to be true think about I, I was going to help her I feel like I agree with what you're saying wherein I feel like everybody has to make the world a better place for each other but I feel like sometimes people forget that that's the reason they're having the discussion Yeah exactly I feel like the reason they're having exactly. the discussion could be from a fact that okay I have an opinion I've learned these facts now I want to go tell other people that I've learned these yeah, facts Yeah yeah like for validation right, right? Yeah 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 mm. So so that that's when I get irritated by these conversations I'm like okay bro chill yeah that's why if someone just not open to listening or just hearing out what i have to say i i lose interest too <laughs> valid but has it but has it happened to you like a- any particular conversation where your mind has been changed also me 
Like did that did somebody ever successfully like change your yeah, mind on you certain, did. something about uh, chess openings? On, chess openings on what? Yeah. Oh God, no! <laughs> Is that no, that's but not? That's not what did he change your opinion on? I I I I don't like class. I I didn't like classical chess openings. I thought they were boring. But and I remember when Aryan said something about how shit my opening was. <laughs> I was a bit taken aback. Like, okay, excuse me, what? How dare you? But now nah, I, I, yeah, he changed my mind then, and now I started playing those boring openings. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> the openings are essentially like a sequence of moves you get to uh, get a better position yeah, when yeah. you're playing I, the I, game forward. So, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm elaborating. Like maybe the audience doesn't know, or they just tuned out at this point. <laughs> but uh, so. Uh, the thing with when i play, the thing is ishan and i used to play a lot of chess in the hostel like virtually every day we used to have at least a game of two which was a lot of fun and uh, there was a problem where he just yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. win against me because he he kept playing the same thing i kept giving the same reply and he never kind of figured out how to change it up and i asked him like uh, dude why are you doing this he is like uh, i've been doing this all the time i'm like change it up it's boring it's bad right and and he did and now he's and recently he played a tournament and he just completely changed everything up i, I still did poorly but okay <laughs> i wish it's an improvement it's better than you playing the modern defense every round is on 5 out of 9 would have become 3 yeah. out of 9 i don't doubt that anushka uh, like an, uh, uh, somebody ever changing your mind over anything Or have you ever like changed uh, another person's mind about I anything? I have. I have changed my mom's perspective on quite a few things, uh, but nobody has ever changed something that was really huge for me. Like little things here and there. Like, oh, have you tried this? And like, no, that thing tastes disgusting. And then, like, did you try it? And like, no. Pineapple on pizza. <laughs> you shut up about that. It is disgusting. <laughs> It's amazing. Pineapple on pizza is amazing. Change my mind. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But yeah, nobody has ever changed something substantial in my head about anything. But little things, yes, I have changed people's minds though. It was, uh, I think it was something scientific. I guess I was talking to my mom about this. It was on the news, and then she just vehemently denied it. And I can understand why she kind of grew up thinking about it, about that being the right thing. But then I gave her facts, and I told her, "You don't have to believe it, but I mean, the facts are there, and you can't do anything about it." And I think she changed her mind. I'm not really sure. I've had this conversation with her many times, but she's been more susceptible to talking about it. I mean, not susceptible. She's been more open to talking about it, and you know, like I don't have a word for it. Being more open, acceptive. See, I agree. I mean, uh, for me, like I've told you before, like my parents, um, they, uh, they give me facts. I give them facts. Same with my friends. They, give, I don't think it. I don't think one conversation has ever changed my mind completely on an issue. I because I think I take away points from the conversation and then I make my own decision later, with like what I used to believe in. So uh, and same with other people. That's what I expect from other people. I don't expect them to like blindly believe everything I say. They can go look it up and they can believe in whatever they want to believe in. But yeah, I just I don't necessarily live to change people's minds every single day. Also, I'm just like you. You can believe in 
you can believe in what you believe in and i'll believe in what i believe in as long as we're not attacking each other's beliefs okay so one of the last things i want to talk about um you know before we wrap this up is when do openings become a theory like when does one person's thought process become a theory are you talking about a scientific theory or are you talking about a theory that a lot of pe- see if it's something that a lot of people still believe in it's just multiple opinions and i think an op- anybody's opinion can just be a theory so it's either a theory that a lot of people believe in or an opinion is basically a theory theory that one person believes in if it's only one person's opinion so i don't think it's a question of when if it's scientifically proven then it's on the books and if it's something that a lot of people believe in then it's written as a lot of people believe in this No so, okay again I look at it this way look at it this way uh heliocentric model introduced by copernicus it was an opinion this guy thought you know we are not the center of the earth uh, we are not the center of the solar system the sun is the center of the solar system the church just absolutely like ostracized them and said no you know you you are wrong and they you know they branded him as a lunatic and like all the other stuff like general church playbook right and that was an opinion when did that opinion start becoming a theory because again you said like multiple opinions become a theory but in this case nobody shared the same idea and even when you look at scientific theories like at least early scientific theories before like the advent of modern science lot of them were like outlandish opinions which were backed by mathematics later on right yeah so that's what i'm saying when it has the scientific proof that's when a lot of people start agreeing to it even see but i i think i don't really remember what exactly happened with uh, copernicus's theory but uh, so i mean it would be wrong for me to say that that's the case that happened there but i'm talking in a uh, general um, view standpoint wherein i'm saying that um, in the world we live in today a lot of people believe in facts right so when you place facts that's when it changes it uh p- proceeds the course of them viewing things differently i won't say it changes their opinion but then it uh it gives them a different thought thought process at that point of time and when you give facts and you're saying bro i have the scientific equation as to this is why it works the way it works then i mean it should become a theory right you're literally just proving it so in a way an opinion backed up with facts equals a theory but the but no but then uh, that's not necessarily true a lot there, there are theories that float around which don't have factual basis to it but they make intuitive and logical sense like you don't have the numbers backing it but when you look at it on face value it does make sense right but that again i think comes down to like personal bias like i've always kind of regarded this as uh i i've always kind of try tied it to truth almost like there are three kinds of truths and i think like neil degrasse tyson said this very well once that there are three kinds of truths there's a personal truth there's a universal truth and then there's an abstract truth a personal truth is you know this is what i feel is right this is like it exists because i see it because like uh, if i have not seen something personally myself it doesn't exist for me then the second thing is now if you look at it from the second perspective of universal truth for the universe it exists so it is true and the third is abstract now abstract is a kind of a weird like a, a middle ground between um, 
like personal truth and universal is when it is shared by multiple people so i think what everybody like tries to attain or to strive for is universal truth but we somewhere get lost in abstract you are never able to push beyond that makes sense but it gets very muddy i mean i think i think i've never tried to make my like i mean i've never tried to pr- make something an universal truth saying this is what i believe and this is what the whole world should believe and so i don't think i could really speak on that saying when more people believe in what i'm trying to say then it becomes a theory but i think i mean i think what you're saying makes sense but also at the same time i don't really have first hand experience about it so i i don't have much to say on that i think like opinion become theory that's true for i mean obviously it's it like in the scientific world you have a process right that makes it a proper theory but if you want to talk about political issues or how a country would go about adding a new bill or a policy then i think opinions need to be shared you need to have debates on it you need to have fights on it usually issues are very gray not black and white so yeah i think particularly for political and social issues uh, opinions sh- a majority opinion after a lot of debate and discussion uh, sh- gen- uh, generally become a theory but i also think that as long as multiple opinions exist something can't be made into a theory Does that yeah, makes sense. Like some issues you could have all the facts backing it but if there are met- uh, ethical and moral standpoints that deny it then you can't really accept it, right? As long as I think that's what happened opinions. with Copernicus, right? Sorry? I think that's what happened with Op- Copernicus even if uh no, I'm just saying unless a lot of people are willing to believe something even if it's factually correct then they're not going to believe in it because first you need to want to believe it yeah but then again it, that blurs the line of what fact is right if a majority believes something is a fact it becomes a fact it becomes a truth it becomes the abstract yeah, that's what I'm saying, which extrapolates to universal the, when you don't have the majority is what i'm trying to say sorry i'm confused what do you mean by that no she was saying that um even if um you have factual backing if a majority doesn't believe in it then i don't think it can become a theory i think i agree with that because unless people want to believe in something they're not going to believe in it even if you give oh, them okay. facts because they're hell bent on believing what they want to believe in it's it's about your your faith in something right again that boils down to yeah. like one like one of the biggest debates of religion versus science right yeah 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 Uh, the way i've seen that debate is always in the sense is okay science gives you uh, the pillars to hold the structure by and religion gives you the moral foundation you have to walk on so thank you guys so much for attending this or no 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 take care of the research god i can't even do an outro properly what the hell <laughs> okay um Thank you guys so much for being here on the second episode of the Forum podcast. This is this has been way shorter than the first one after a lot of inputs I got especially from people on this panel who were like you know <laughs> Aryan we don't have the time to listen to you talk for an hour. So maybe reduce this. So I have no clue how long this episode is going to be. It's definitely going to be way shorter than the previous one. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you know the three of you had like a like a yeah. half decent conversation. Oh come on, I wasn't really <laughs> good. Oh yeah. 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 Thank you guys so much, and uh, thank you for the listener for listening and giving me like you know how much of a time you had on a Monday afternoon or evening, whenever this is coming up. I have no idea. So, anyways, thank you guys and cut scene.